Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Palmer bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Sports Day for Kia. The Kia Sportage. Drive car of the year. Will Schofield and me, Carl Langdon, with you tonight through until 8 o'clock. Join in at any time. One double three eight eighty two is our talkback number. It's Wednesday wine night, but for trade radio, thanks to Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. It's uh, great to have Peter Bell, Executive General Manager of Footy from the Freo Dockers, joining us right now. Welcome, Pete. How are you going? Good evening, guys. How are you going? Uh, we're going really well, mate. But um, I must say, uh, being one of the busiest clubs throughout the course of the last uh, couple of weeks... Yeah, we have been, uh, which probably wasn't uh, our intention uh, as the season closed off. But uh, look, really excited to bring in some um, uh, talent into our footy club and uh, have a strong draft hand next year. Uh, but it was an eventful, uh, particularly last hour of the trade period uh, this evening. How, how do you summarise it all, Bally? Do you do you walk away happy as a football club? Um, yeah, 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 probably will. Um, you, you never really know until all the players get out there and. Uh, and then, you, you know, you, you either get the results or you don't. So there's a lot to play out. Um, but right now, the feeling is uh, that we're, we're comfortable with what's uh, sort of transpired over the last couple of weeks. Um, and we just can't wait to get to work uh, with the new players we brought in, plus our, our existing young squad. In terms of sheer numbers, the pure numbers of players in and out, more have left than have come in. Is, is there a risk that uh, you lack a bit of depth, um, given given the role-playing nature of some of the guys that are left and, and the, the people that have come in to replace them? Uh, I, I don't think so, Will. I, I think um, I've spoken before about you know the, the opportunity for... Uh, games for players like um, you know Neil Erasmus and uh, Matthew Johnson, and, and we think Liam Henry's tracking the right way. And there's a number of other players that uh, didn't get a lot of opportunities this year that we think um, you know with a with a solid preseason um, uh, might might be a different scenario next year. So we think our depth is still very good. Um, we think we brought in uh, two really good players at the top end uh, in, in in sort of Luke Jackson and also Jager O'Meara. Um, and we think Josh Corbett also can play a really important role for us. So um, we're quite pleased overall. What about in the big, big man department? Because uh, whilst Jackson has come in, you've lost two who are capable in Lobb and now Meek, uh, who was uh, pretty much the last deal done with Jager O'Meara. Will you look to try and source something else, Belly, or do you reckon you've got enough when it comes to that department? Well, we think we've got two really good ruckmen in Sean Darcy and, and Luke Jackson. But, uh, yeah, as a, as a, from a list management perspective, we'll definitely talk about uh, what other options there are out there in the various state leagues or through the draft with regards to bringing in uh, maybe a developing tool. Uh, they are hard to find, so um, our recruiting team will get to work. And, uh, look, there are some um, pretty handy ruckmen still plying their trade in the, in the Waffle and the Sandful and the, and the BFL and, and other leagues. So we'll get to work on that and see if... Uh, potentially we might be able to bring another one or two of those types of players in. Was Jago O'Meara always on the club's radar or was he someone that 
I guess became available given Lloyd Meeks' uh, desire to head to the Hawthorne Footy Club. And uh, not that it's just something on top, but, it, you know, Jager's availability became a, a good way to get Meek to where he wanted to go and you to bring in a good player. Yeah, you'd be familiar with how it works. You know, the West Australian clubs keep very close monitor, I suppose, on, on West Australians flying their trade in the AFL. So we've we've watched Jager very closely for, for a number of years, all, all the way back to his draft year, really. It is taken as a priority pick by the Gold Coast. But certainly um, through the early parts of the trade period, um, we were interested in Jager and what might be possible. And then that sort of really gathered momentum late last week and uh, early this week. And uh, the net result is that we're able to bring him in and, and we're really thrilled with that. Belly, with the number of players moving, um, it's been quite amazing to see this evolve and it's uh, something that players have always spoken about, more freedom to move. But even with players now under contract, um, loyalty seems to be a thing of the past, both uh, from club and player in some cases. Yeah, it's certainly turning that way for better or for worse. And I think the average footy fan would probably think it's for worse. Uh, but that's the trend in um, most other sports overseas. And we don't have to follow everything that happens overseas. But that seems to be the case now that, you know, players particularly have a, a lot more power and are happy to um, dictate or request where they where they might want to go. And, um, so that's, that's something that, as an industry, we're going to have to deal with and we're starting to deal with. And, um, I think all, well, I know all the clubs are trying to just do the best by their respective clubs and and make sure that uh, you know the commitment they've made to the playing group and to other stakeholders um, is, is is genuine and, and trying to do the right thing uh, by everyone at the club. And sometimes that can lead to tough conversations, but um, you know that's a part of the game, and it's only going to, be, going to become more a part of the game in the future. Uh, you lost a couple of tall players still under contract in Meek and, and Lobby. Are you happy with the compensation effectively that you've received for Rory Lobb if we use him in this instance, um, two second round picks? Do you, do you think that's a fair result for the club? Oh, look, he's an important player for us, um, kicking, you know, 30, 36 odd goals this year, Will. So they're hard to replace and, and, and we made that uh, known and that was, you know, part of the reluctance to trade him. But also knowing that, um, you know, there's been noise around Rory last year and again this year and he had one year left on his contract to go that perhaps even with another good year and at age 30, we might not be in a position where we'd be able to get, um, you know, a, a couple of second round draft picks in a year's time. So we felt that by bringing in Luke Jackson and some of the other moves that we've done, that now is the right time. And uh, we found uh, the Western Bulldogs um, uh, came, to the t- uh, came to the party late and we're able to get something done there. Where do you think Jago Amira plays? Um, does he does he fit into that that midfield with Brody Brayshaw and Sarong? Is that the the mix you're looking at, or does he does he fit in around the uh, periphery somewhere? No, I think uh, inside mid is where we'd like to play him, along with the, the players that you've mentioned. Uh, Jago also has the ability yeah, as an experienced player to play forward and then come up to midfield stoppages, which is a role that he's done quite a bit of for Hawthorne in recent times. So um, he's got that experience. He's got that uh, game intelligence that he can handle those different types of roles. But we'd really like to explore having his hardness and, and contest and nous around the footy as an inside mid as well. Hey, Belly, does the AFL actually keep a few of these actual deals up their sleeve and just throw them out strategically? Because, you know, like the Billy Frampton one, for example, which I was told was done to Collingwood for a future round three, didn't come out, I don't think, until yesterday. And I got told that before I went on holidays. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not sure exactly what happens there. there. There's a lot of different balls in the air. And um, look, uh, uh, there is, uh, you know, the last 24 hours or so, there's a lot of negotiations that go on and arrangements that are met. But um, you sort of have to wait until you get in there on the final day before the, uh, they can be actioned, if you like. So that adds to the suspense and drama. But um, look, it is very complex. Sometimes there's minor details and end up being major details in any, any negotiation. And there's a lot of rules around what picks you can trade and what you can't trade, and list size issues and lots of other stuff as well that makes uh, makes it pretty complicated. With with uh, a lot of new players coming into the footy club, Belly, and some of the restrictions around player contact, especially from the football department that has come in over the last few years, is that is that difficult? You know, you don't you you, you trade these players in and you don't get to see or speak to them unless they want unless they want to for six weeks or so. Uh, sorry, yeah, I'm not, not what you're asking. What are you asking? There? Well, I mean, some of the, some of the training requirements around um, you know contact with coaches, and um, there's been some stuff brought in through the AFLPA around you know extending players' leave periods, which is fine for players that have been at the footy club for a long time. But these guys are new to your system, new to your club. Are you comfortable with them? Um, you know, taking the rest of their leave and then just rocking up day one, or, or would you like to get some time into them and and uh, you know get to know them before I guess they start preseason? Yeah, it's, it's a good point. Um, and it depends on the individual, I suppose, um, as to, to what your um, confidence is that, that you know they're going to present on day one of uh, pre-season in, in really good condition. As an industry, I've got to say I'm really impressed um, from you know my experience of now how things have changed and the guys see themselves as uh, all-year-round professionals. Um, the days of sort of relaxing too much on a leave period and then coming back out of shape, they're, they're pretty much gone for most players. But the players are also really good at checking in at the footy club and talking to the high performance and talking to the docs if they've got an issue or coming in for medical treatment. They do that off their own bat, which are the rules. Um, and, and often, in, in, in circumstances, they also ask the coaches to come and, you know, check in with them and, um, and, and you know, watch a training session that they might be doing with a few of their teammates. So that that's seems to have changed quite a bit, and I think it's for the better as well. Pete, I know you've got other commitments, mate. Thank you very much for sharing a few minutes with us tonight here on Sports Day. Take care. No worries. Good on you. Peter Bell, uh, Trade Radio Update. Uh, Out of the Freo Dockers, thanks to Continental Tyres, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tyres today. So this is what it looks like for Freo right now, Will. Uh, Who's leaving? David Mundy retired. Connor Blakely was delisted along with Joel Weston. Blake Akers goes to Carlton. Griffin Lowe goes to North Melbourne. Darcy Tucker likewise. Rory Lobb gets done at the last moment. He is off to the Western Bulldogs and Lloyd Meek to Hawthorne. They Get Josh Corbett from the Gold Coast, who's a big bloke that can play forward. Can probably play more than that, actually. I reckon he can swing forward or back. So he sort of replaces Logan away. Luke Jackson, well, he's the the, the genuine meek and, and lob replacement because he goes into the ruck and can go forward also. And Jacob O'Meara goes into their midfield as an experienced big body who can work hard on the inside. And they have draft picks after the trade period of 44 67 and 76. They haven't promoted any of their rookies, and they haven't yet retained any of their rookies, so they are yet to be announced. Uh, I mean, in all balances, it looks to be pretty even. I just, I'm just a, a little wary. I don't know enough about Josh Corbett to see where he fits into the mix. Um, I don't, like him. With only, Takes a good grab. Well, okay, but with only Jackson coming in and Meek and Lobb going out, one injury to a Darcy, mm. for instance, I think will leave them quite thin in that area of the ground. So who is playing regularly out of those players? There's David, David Money, of course. There's six if you include Meek. 
Yeah, but if you don't, so Five. so so money was playing every week. Acres was playing every week. Griffin Logue was playing every week. Darcy Tucker was in and out of the side. Rory Lobb was playing every week, and Lou, Lloyd Meeks was in and out of the side. So it's really only four. No, well, I think you just said five names. <laughs> Did I? He said David Mundy included. Mundy, yeah. Acres, Logue, Acres, Logue, yeah, and Lobb, Lobb, and then Meek and Tucker were in and out. Okay, so that's four. So that's four. I'm going half plus half is another one. So that's five. So they get Jackson Jackson <laughs> and O'Meara. They, they get Erasmus who comes in and replaces one of the, the older guys. And, uh, and of course, you've got Amos who yeah, so only Amos played a couple Erasmus, of games. They're, they're going to have to step up. That, that Johnson. Thing. Yeah, that's so right. Amos, Johnson, Erasmus, which they'll be hoping to, you know, in their second year, hmm. and they take a step forward and get better. So that's what Frio's banking on, clearly. And, 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 and to be honest, like Fremantle have been – very, very good. Now, let's have a look at their track record in recent times. Since um, since Peter Bell and Simon Garlic and Justin Longmuir have taken the reins, they have been really good at developing the young talent. And let's look at Brayshaw and Sarong and um, particularly the young boys down back. I mean, if you, you think about the impact that Young and Chapman have had on the game in only a couple of years, it's been really good. Yeah, it has. And you've got to take your hat off to them, the way they've structured their side, the way they've gone about recruiting players. They've clearly put in a, a fair bit of value on culture as well. So um, Yago Amira, from all reports, is a great bloke. Not, not only a good footballer, but a great bloke. So uh, that's an addition to the team that helps. So I will just say Josh Corbett's 190 centimetres tall, Carl. And I know that would have been in the ruck back in your day, but 190 doesn't uh doesn't no he's my he's, he's, he's my size that's it doesn't all. pass doesn't pass the mark in today's key position players no. the, the king boys are 203 but you got to remember he's the same size as jack darling now jack darling takes a good mark yeah but jack darling will go down as one of the great medium sides forwards i understand but, but corbett can take a mark and he can get as many possessions as darling and he kicks all right okay so if they can get him the footy and and he can it's a little bit like ben brown at melbourne right he's a premiership player but if you look at Ben Brown and the impact he has on the game, he's a, he's a beautiful kick, he's even though he's got the longest. Player, I'm just arguing that Josh Corbett may not be a key position player. No, I'm not. I'm not. And and didn't I? I think like Logue, he, he was. I don't think ever going to be a key position player. I mean, they're going to be the the third tall at best, right? And that's where Darling's always been, and that's why I've been so had so much admiration for Jack Darling because man, he's played out of his weight range a hell of a lot. You know, you know how big some of the defenders are. I'm looking at you across the desk, and you, you know, six foot five tall. I'm a bit bigger now as well. A couple of years out of the game, but you you understand what I mean because you look at these young young kids now that are coming into the game, and all the blokes that are in the midfield. I, I get up there and I get a chance to interview them and, and you know, I'm just like, well, in most cases, you're looking up to well, them. Well, it's Paddy Cripps, so the Brownlow medalist. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like 194. So, yeah, it is It is incredible how it's changed. Hey, we're going to clear a commitment back. It's 28 to, to 7. One, uh, go on. Yeah, don't forget Fifey, by the way. He's coming back into the team. Well, there you go. There's hey. another block. Well, he's been forgotten about. See, they haven't even needed him. That's how good they've been going. But one double three eight eighty two. Uh, that's our trade radio update. Uh, if you'd like to know something from your club about your club, uh, if we can bring up the latest, we can get it for you. One double three eight eighty two. Thanks to Continental Tires, engineered in Germany, proven in Australia. Search Continental Tires today. Wednesday wine night. Get into it next. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.